You're listening to the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school softball. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Now, let's go to the Diamond with Dennis Stuckey. All right, game two of our doubleheader is going to be getting going here in just a second. Algonac will hit first this time around. They won game one, eight nothing, and we'll start game two when we come back right here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Art on the River, three days of art and music featuring local artists, crafters, and bands hosted by citizens for a vibrant community June 11th, 12th, and 13th at Kiefer Park near downtown Port Huron. Come on down to the shores of the St. Clair River and enjoy this three-day family-friendly event. For more information, including times and featured artists, go to artontheriverph.com. That's artontheriverph.com. Come to Art on the River, June 11th, 12th, and 13th in Port Huron, hosted by citizens for a vibrant community. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered 
Standard Investment Advisor. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Let's take a look at our Michael's Car Center uh, starting lineups here for game two of the uh, double uh, header. Uh, and uh, starting with... Uh, Algonac this time around, which their lineup won't change at all from game one. Tory Boyd will lead off and play third base. Kenna Bomarito will hit second and pitch the second game as well. Ella Stevenson will play center field and hit third. Sophia DeVerne will hit uh, fourth and catch. The number five hitter is the shortstop uh, Maria Simpson, batting sixth. The second baseman Anna Sampier hitting seventh at first base, D. DeLang. Hitting eighth in right field is Emily Jackson. Hitting ninth, the left fielder, Hannah Carithers. And on the other side of the ball for Emily City, Alexa Forty will hit first and play center field. Jaya Forty will pitch in game two and hit second. The number three hitter is the third baseman, Nat Douglas. Hitting fourth and playing first base in game two is Nat Stone. Hitting fifth in left field is Gabby Douglas. Hitting sixth, the shortstop, uh, Yasinia Rojas. Hitting seventh, the right fielder, Olivia Livingston. Hitting eighth, the catcher, Brooke Ross. And hitting ninth and playing second base is Abby Thibodeau. So went in and... uh, Talk to uh, the coaches in between uh, games. That was the first time Emily City, uh, the Emily City coach says her team has been no hit in 20 years. And uh, on the other side, Coach Perkins just smiled and said, Kenna wants to pitch the second game too. So if you missed it, Kenna Bomarito throwing a no hitter in game one. Faced 23 hitters in the contest, walked two, and got 21 outs, 15 by strikeout. Her defense only had to make six plays in the ball game. On the other side, Stone pitched game one. A couple of errors tacked on a couple of uh, runs to her pitching line, so not all eight of the runs she gave up were earned. Eight hits, she walked three and struck out three. Emily Yaks with a home run in game one. That was the only uh, ball that left the yard. It's chilly. It's overcast. We've managed to stay dry so far. I don't want to jinx us. 
And uh, I managed not to get murdered in game one because the home run went to center, straightaway center field. The wind's been blowing in for most of the game from, or most all of the first game from left field. It's died down actually right now. And we'll see what uh, game two, but uh, both these teams can hit. And that's the more impressive thing about the freshman Bomarito throwing a no hitter. Imlay City can hit the ball. Most of the teams in the BWAC can. Bomarito really had it going on in game one, and uh, we'll get to see her again in game two. Why stop a good thing? All right, so again, the teams switch sides. So even though we're in Algonac, Algonac is the visitors for game two. And so they'll hit first. So Tory Boyd will step in and lead off 0 for 4 in the first game of the doubleheader. Oh, she put the ball in play every time up. Right-hand batter facing the right-hander. Jaya Forti. Game two underway, and it's ball one high. One ball, no strike. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. One and one. On Boyd, she had a big cut there. It'll be Boyd, Bomarito, and Stevenson here in the top of the first for Lady Muskrats. Swing and a tap foul down the third baseline. Not a play. So one ball, two strikes is the count. And the pitch. There's the slow ball, and it is taken for a strike, two and two. Forty right back to work. Swing and a foul straight back. Two balls, two strikes to the leadoff hitter. Tory Boyd here in game two of our doubleheader. Cardinal Mooney won game one of their doubleheader 5-1 to one in baseball over Cranbrook. They'll play a second game as well at Kite Monroe. Brady has that on stream two. Pitch in the dirt makes the count full. Three balls, two strikes. Looked like the sun was threatening for a second to maybe peer through the clouds that we've had all day long. Don't have to be shy. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Boyd strikes out. Gave a battle, but Forty starts the ball game with a strikeout. One up and one away. Oh, they've got a fancy little dance after the strikeout. <laughs> I could not even begin to describe to you what Forty just did with her infielders. <laughs> Here's Bomarito. One for three in game one with a triple. Swing, ground ball, hits sharply to short, knocked down by Rojas. Fires to first, in time for the out. Rojas didn't panic there. She had a couple of throwing errors uh, early in the first game of the doubleheader, but she has settled down now, and she made a very good play there. 
So two up and two away for Ella Stevenson. Stevenson had a double in game one of the doubleheader, also a sacrifice fly. She drove in a run. Slight argument here from the Muskrats. It wasn't Coach Perkins, but they're they came out. They're asking if they can get a second opinion from the home plate umpire on the call at first. Seemed to me like the throw was there in time. I mean, I didn't think it was that close of a play at first, unless they're asking, did the first baseman not have her foot on the bag? Would be the only thing that I could figure. And they are. They're overturning the call. And they're putting Bomarito at first base. All I can figure, because the throw appeared to be there in time, is all I can figure is they're saying the first baseman didn't have her foot on the bag. So instead of a 6-3 ground out, going to have to score that in error on the first baseman. And Stevenson will bat with a runner on and only one out. So somebody with good eyes in the Algonac dugout caught that one because the first base coach really wasn't arguing it. The home plate umpire saw it. Now Stevenson, ooh, with a little flare down the left field line that just landed foul. Right down the line and maybe... Uh, Width of the softball foul. We're in the top of the first. Game two of a doubleheader today in Algonac. Muskrats won game one on a Kenna Bomarito no-hitter, eight to nothing. And they're batting first here in game two. No balls, two strikes on Stevenson with a runner at first and one out. Swing and a ground foul. Down the third baseline. Count stays 0-2 on Stevenson. That was a right-hand batter. Bends the knees. Waits. Drives one towards right center. Caught by the center fielder. Forte. Bullet throw back to first in time for the double play. Lexa Forty stabs it in center on the run and fired back to first and caught Bomarito off the bag, and they get a double play. Nothing for Alkanak in the first, and the Spartans are coming to bat in the bottom of the first here in game two on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back as we uh, head to the uh, bottom of the first. And Kenna Bomarito is going to pitch game two. She pitched a no-hitter in game one. Said she felt good and wanted to go again. All right. Alexa Forty, who just made a sensational play in center field, will lead it off. She caught a hard line drive by Stevenson in right center and then threw on the run back to first to double off the runner, Bomarito, who had reached on an error. It'll be Alexa Forty, Jaya Forty, and Natalie Douglas. Here in the first, and a swing and a miss on a high strike by Alexa Forty for strike one. Fifteen strikeouts in game one for Kenna Bomarito. She got everybody in the lineup at least once. There's a bunt fielded by Bomarito. Fires to first in time for the out. The second baseman, Sampier, was covering there. One up and one away. And Jaya Forty will be the batter. She's a left-hand hitter. So Emily City was thinking a bunt there to try to get their first hit of the doubleheader. But Bomarito fields her position very well, and the, the Muskrats move around really well. One ball, no strikes here to Jaya Forty. She runs up, takes a hack, and misses. One ball, one strike. Bomarito working quickly. Slap towards short, fielded by Simpson. Guns across. They get the out. Two up and two away. And that'll bring up Natalie Douglas. Right hand hitting third baseman. Again, there's power in this bat. Swing and a foul, an aggressive swing. Fouled it straight back. Strike one. Bomarito now. Working quickly. Deals a swing and a miss. Strike two. No balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. Bottom of the first. Swing and a high pop-up. Third baseman is going to make the play on it. Boyd makes the catch, a step into fair ground, 
and it's a 1-2-3 inning. And we head to the second, still scoreless, here in game two of the doubleheader. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. We head to the top of the second in a scoreless ball game here in game two. It'll be the four, five, and six hitters for the Muskrats, Sophia DeVerne, followed by Maria Simpson and Anna Sampier. Working against uh, J.F. Forty, who faced the minimum in the first inning. A strikeout. Palmerito reached on an error, but then she got the uh, flyout double play. Against Stevenson swing. Hot smash. Ooh, backhand stab at third by Douglas. Good. Strong throw across in time for the out. Oh, that was very nicely done at third base by Nat Douglas. And DeVernay is robbed of a hit. One up and one away. Maria Simpson will be the batter. Muskrat shortstop. Another right-hand batter here. Pitch in the dirt. That'll bounce back to the backstop. Ross is going to chase it down and give it back to her pitcher. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch from 40 is low, 2-0. J.F. 40 played first base in the opening game. Working the circle here in game two and delivers a strike at the knees, two balls and one strike. And the pitch... Ooh, something slow, and Simpson just couldn't hold up and swung right through that. Two balls and two strikes. Scoreboard says three and one, but I think it's two and two. There's a swing and a foul. Yeah, two balls, two strikes, says the umpire. Here's the pitch. Low, and now it's 3-2. and two. So now the scoreboard's finally right here on this count. <laughs> Three balls, two strikes. Pitch to Simpson. Swings. There's a drive to left, but right at the left fielder. Uh, and an easy catch 
for uh, Gabby Douglas, who didn't even have to move on that one. There's two down. I'll bring up Anna Sampier. Her walk-up music is uh, the immigrant song from Led Zeppelin, so Anna Sampier is now my favorite player. <laughs> Takes ball one. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. JF40 doing a good job here so far for uh, Imlay City in game two. She's faced the minimum. Two down, nobody on top of the second. Ground ball to short, backhanded by Rojas this time. Fires across, and they get the out. One, two, three, go the Muskrats in the second. And we are scoreless as we head to the bottom of the second here in game two at Algonac. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Gratiot, open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Bottom of the second, and uh, coming up will be the uh, middle of the lineup for Imlay City. Natalie Stone, Gabby Douglas, and Yasina Rojas. Stone pitched in game one. She's playing first base here in game two. Takes a pitch inside for ball one. Algonac took the opener eight to nothing as Kenna Bomarito struck out 15 and threw the no-hitter, walking just two hitters in the game. Deals a strike there, and it's one and one. And she got the uh, Spartans out one, two, three in the uh, bottom of the first inning in game two. There's a swing and a line drive to left and just over the head of the uh, left fielder, Carrithers. And Stone is headed to second and will go in standing up. That ball was hit hard, and uh, Carrithers... Reached up for it, and it just got past her over her head. And so a a double there for Stone, leading things off for the Spartans, their first hit here in the doubleheader. And that will bring up Gabby Douglas. Hitting fifth in game two after hitting ninth in game one. Swing and a miss for strike one. Ray 
Runner at second with nobody out here in the bottom of the second as the Spartans threaten for the first time today. Pitches inside. One ball, one strike. Shows bunt, pulls back, takes strike two. I was wondering, I was kind of thinking that that would be the way the Spartans would go here, that they'd try to bunt this runner over to third. But they didn't until midway in the count. Now it's one and two. Swing and a miss and a strikeout. That's the first this game for Bomarito. Her 16th of the doubleheader. One down now, and that'll bring up Rojas. Another right-hand hitter. Swing and a miss. One strike to Rojas. Stone the runner at second. No score here in the bottom of the second. And that one's taken high for a ball. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. There's the bunt down the first baseline and foul. Picked up by DeLong in foul territory, and that will make the count one and two now here on Rojas. Swing and a foul off the backstop. That one caromed all the way almost up the third baseline. So one and two here. Pomerino twirls it on the hip and brings it. Rojas swings. Tapper to third foul. So one and two still to Rojas, who's battling here with one out and a runner at second. Swing and a pop-up foul and out of play. Rojas continues to battle. Lead-off double by Nat Stone, and then Gabby Douglas struck out. And now it's one and two here on Rojas against Bomarito, who has been tough all day long. Swing and a miss on some high heat. Struck her out. Strikeout number two for Bomarito. And Olivia Livingston will be the hitter now. Right fielder. Hit eighth in game one, hitting seventh here in game two. Right hand batter. Takes away for ball one. Swinging a foul back to the screen. One ball, one strike. Stone let off with the double, the first hit in the double header for Imlay City. But she's still standing at second now with two outs. Livingston swings, pops it up, foul and out of play over by the baseball diamond. 
That's one ball and two strikes. Marito winds and fires. Swing and a tapper to third. Boyd's got it. Guns across high and wide, and that'll get away up the line. A run will score, and on to second goes Livingston, and the Muskrats make their first error of the day, and the Spartans get their first run in the doubleheader and take a one to nothing lead. And now Brooke Ross will be the batter. And the Spartans catcher takes a ball, ball one. So Algonac, for the first time today, showing a chink in the armor, and they've allowed a run. Swinging a foul straight back. Ross had a big cut at that one. Uh, again, and, and Bomarito's good, but... The Spartans can hit, and so the game one result to me was more a, a great effort by Bomarito than anything else. Because I didn't think Emily City was giving away any at-bats. They just ran into a buzzsaw in game one. Two balls and a strike now here on Ross. Batting with a runner at second and two outs. A run in. There's a tapper just past the mound. Picked up by Sampier at second. She bobbles it. Throw over to first. Not in time. Another run is going to score. The ball's going to get back uh, to the screen again. Throw down to second. Safe at second base on a close play. Sweep tag there by uh, Simpson, but they couldn't get the out. But now a couple of errors given up by uh, Algonac, and uh, two runs are in. So a double and a couple of errors, and it's 2-0 for Imlay City. Still two outs in the inning, and here's the number nine hitter, Abby uh, Thibodeau, left-hand hitter. Struck out in all three of her at-bats in game one. When she was hitting in the two spot, they've got her batting in the nine hole here. She takes Ball one from Bomarito. There's a st strike call, I believe. Two down. Here's the pitch. Slap foul down the third baseline. I'll make the count one ball and two strikes here on Thibodeau. And a pitch high makes it to two and two. Double, two strikeouts, and then a couple of errors, and the Spartans have finally broken through here today. They lead game two, two to nothing. Running up and slapping one down the left field line. Foul and out of play. Still two balls and two strikes here on Thibodeau. 
she can keep it alive, it'll go to Lexa Forty at the top of the batting order. Going to get a meeting at the uh, mound here, I think, just to settle down uh, Bomarito. Again, should have been out of this inning a while ago, but uh, her defense hasn't been terrific behind her here in the uh, bottom of the second after playing flawlessly in game one. Bomarito, the freshman. Coach is pitching, uh, standing on the uh, the pitcher's slab, and Bomarito's way back at the back of the circle. I don't think she's real interested in what anybody has to say right now. You can tell that she's uh, got some competitor in her. So two balls, two strikes here on Thibodeau, and the pitch runs up, swing and a miss, struck her out. Strikes out the side, but two runs in for Emily City on a hit and a couple of errors. And at the end of two, it's the Spartans two and the Muskrats nothing here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back here to uh, Alconac. Game two of a doubleheader. Muskrats took game one, eight nothing on a Kenna Bomarito no-hitter. Here in uh, game two, Emily City off to a two-nothing lead as we head to the top of the third. And it'll be the bottom third of the Algonac batting order. Dee DeLang, Emily Yaks, and Hannah Carithers. DeLang drove in three runs in the first game of the doubleheader. Had a single in that game. Right hand hitting first baseman. So far here in game two, Forty has faced the minimum. She's allowed just one base runner on an error. We've had uh, three errors already here in this uh, second game. We had just two in total in game one. Pitch is low to DeLang. One ball, one strike, the count on the uh, Muskrats leadoff hitter here in the third. The seven, eight, and nine hitters this inning. 
against Jaya Forty. That one's up high, two and one. Two one pitch hit hard, but fouled on the third baseline. Two balls, two strikes to count on Delang. Forty now gets back on the slab. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and it's low and in. Three balls, two strikes. Spartans two, Muskrats nothing as Alkanak bats in the top of the third here in game two of our doubleheader today. And the pitch is swung on. There's a tapper to short. Rojas got to hurry. Fires not in time. DeLang beats it out for an infield hit. And the Muskrats have their first hit of the second game. And here comes Emily Yax, who went one for three in game one with a home run to straightaway center field. Shows bunt here, takes low for a ball. One ball, no strikes to Yaks. The number eight hitter in the lineup for Algonac. There really aren't any easy outs in this lineup. And so far, Jay Forty's done a good job against them. There's a strike called. The ball got away from Ross, but right out in front of the plate, so she was able to run out and pick it up and make sure there was no advance from DeLang. Yax swings. There's a pop-up high in the air over on the first base side, and that's going to get up on the Emily City dugout. One ball, two strikes, the count here on Emily Yax. And the pitch. Swing, and she just got a piece of it, fouled it off Ross, and that stung a little bit. Brooke takes the mask off and uh, makes sure that she's okay. Just think on the cold day that it just stings for a second. I think she got it up somewhere around the shoulder. They come out and double check on her, but she's okay. They let her take a couple of practice throws. Yeah, she's fine. She just fired a bullet down to second base. So, yeah, it just kind of tingles there for a second. One and two is the count. In the meantime, Yaks had a conversation with uh, her coach and digs back in now on the one-two offering from 40. Swing, fly ball, left field, not deep. And, oh, over to uh, play it is uh, Gabby Douglas, and it pops out of her hand, and everybody's safe. An error on the left fielder. She had it. It looked like it hit her on the heel of the glove and popped out and got away from her. 
So two on with nobody out for the number nine hitter, Hannah Carrithers. Single and now an error and a threat here by Algonac. They've got the potential tying runs on base. Carrithers showing bunt and pulls back and takes a strike. No balls, one strike to Carrithers. Muskrat's left fielder. Shows bunt again. And again, pulls the bat back and takes strike two. No balls and two strikes here on Carrithers. 2-0 Emily City leads here in the top of the third. Carrithers swings. There's a ground ball to second. Thibodeau goes to second for one. Throw back to first. Not in time. And on the uh, play, DeLang takes third. And now they've got him at the corners after the fielder's choice. Abby Thibodeau has had a really good day defensively, both in game one and uh, that play here in game two. So now one out, runners at the corners for Boyd. Looking for her first hit of the day. 0 for 4 in the opener and struck out in her first at-bat in this game. In the dirt. Gets by the catcher, but not far enough. And diving back to third was DeLang because she felt like she was kind of in no man's land there. The Thought the ball was going back to the backstop, and I think it hit the umpire. And Ross was able to retrieve it and forced DeLang to get back to the bag quickly. On the play, Carrithers did take second base. Ground ball hit hard, foul down the third baseline. One ball, one strike, the count here on Boyd. And a reminder from the Algonac bench to their base runner third, make sure you're in foul territory in case that ball hits you. There's one up high, that slow ball. Two balls and a strike now on Boyd. 40 were their first bit of trouble here in the ball game. Here's a swing and a pop-up foul and out of play. Two balls and two strikes on Boyd. 40 has one strikeout. She could use one here. Runners at second and third. One out in the inning. Pitch swung on. There's a fly ball to right, and the catch is made. The tag at third and the throw home, not in time. And now heading over to third is Carrithers. So DeLang scores, and Carrithers advances to third on the sacrifice fly to right by Tory Boyd. And the Muskrats are on the board. It's 2-1. to one. And they've got the potential tying run standing at uh, third now for Kennebaugh Marito, who reached on an error first time up. She was called out at first by the base umpire, but after a powwow with the home plate umpire, they ruled the first baseman didn't have her foot on the bag. And they put Bomarito at first, and then she was doubled off on the next play. 
A fly ball to center. Takes ball one here. Pomerino has a lot of pop in her bat. She is just a freshman, but this is a really good ball player. Right hand hitter. Swings and hits one hard right up the middle for a base hit. That one will get by the center fielder. The run scores. We're tied at two. Bomarito into second with a double. And we are tied at 2-2. Just the second hit for Elk. And now Stevenson will get a chance to bat. She hit a fly ball to center that turned into a double play in her first at bat. Swings and hits a drive to left that is long gone. The moment she hit it, you knew that it was way out of here. A two-run homer for Stevenson, and Algonac takes a 4-2 lead. Second home run of the doubleheader for the Muskrats. Yaks in game one, and there Ella Stevenson hit a towering drive over the left center field fence. Uh, no doubt about it, home run. And now DuVernay will be the batter. After a meeting at the mound, the entire uh, Spartan uh, infield is in there to have a powwow after that long home run. Frazier beat Marysville one to nothing today. And uh, in softball, Miranda McNaughton drove in five runs as Northern beat Cousineau 16 to 12. Here it's four to two. Algonac with four runs here in the uh, top of the third. The highlight, a two-run bomb by uh, Ella Stevenson. And now Sophia DuVernay, who grounded the third her first time up. A real good defensive play by Douglas back in the uh, second inning. The pitch is low for ball one. Two out, nobody on. And the pitch. Swung on and a little flare, and the second baseman Thibodeau out onto the outfield grass makes the catch for the final out of the inning. But four runs in for Algonac, and they take a 4-2 to two lead as we head to the bottom of the third here at uh, Algonac in high school softball action on GetStuckOnSports.com. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia, and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back uh, here at uh, Algonac. Dennis Stuckey with you. Emily City jumped out to the 2-0 lead, but the Rats score four in the top of the third. Ella Stevenson with a two-run bomb. RBI double by Bomarito and a sack fly by Tory Boyd. The four RBIs in the inning. Now the Spartans will have the top of the order. Lexa Forty leads it off. She tried to bunt her way on in the first inning and was thrown out by uh, Bomarito, the pitcher. Takes a strike on the outer half. Strike one to Forty. It'll be elect. It'll be Lexa Forty, Jaya Forty, and Nat Douglas here in the bottom of the third for Emily City. The top three in their order. And there's another bunt try, and that'll be fouled away. No balls, two strikes. The count here on Lexa Forty made a great defensive play in the first inning, catching a fly ball on the run and then doubling off a runner at first base. Right-hand hitter takes it up and in, one and two. Palmerito struck out 15 in game one. She has three strikeouts in this game. Despite giving up two runs last inning, she struck out the side. It's only allowed one hit in the two games so far. Threw a no-hitter in game one, walking two. Gave up a leadoff double in the second, and then with two outs, a couple of throwing errors cost her the two runs. Strike three called. Bit of a delayed reaction, but 40 is rung up. Strikeout number four for Bomarito, one up and one away. Here comes Jaya 40, who grounded out to shorter first time up. Jaya is the left-hand hitter. She's pitching here in the second game. Swing and a foul. Got a real nice swing, just hasn't been able to make any solid contact today. Not many have against uh, Bomarito. Runs up and bunts down the third baseline foul. Boyd jumped on that quickly and came up ready to throw, but the ball was a good couple of feet foul down the line. So two strikes to count here on Jaya Forty, batting with one out and nobody on in the bottom of the third. 4-2, Algonac leads Imlay City. Pitch just off the outside corner. Somebody yelled yes, and the umpire shook his head no. <laughs> one and two. Here's the pitch in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. Forty battling. 
And the 2-2 pitch. Slap foul again. So, Jay of 40 battling here against Kennebaugh Marito. The 2-2 pitch on the way. High, 3-2. And, and the battle continues. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Swing and another one. Hacked foul down the third baseline. So it's still three and two here. And there's a pitch up high. 40 works a walk. That was a good at bat for Jay of 40. First walk given up by Bomarito in this game. She gave up two walks in the uh, opening game. That was the uh, only thing that kept her from being perfect. So here's Douglas. She popped up to third her first time up. Swings at the first pitch, high fly ball, left field. And the catch is made by Carruthers for the second out. Douglas just got under that one. So two down, and that will bring up Nat Stone, who hit a double over the left fielder's head her first time up. Pitch is low to Stone for ball one. Runner at first is Jay of 40. She drew a walk. There's two down in the inning. Stone a double and a run scored in her only at-bat in this one. Swings, line drive, pass third. Oh, a bullet down into the corner. Racing to third is 40. They're going to wave her home. And no play. It's going to be an RBI double for Stone. She's two for two today. With a couple of doubles, and that was an absolute rocket that almost took Boyd's head off at third base. Second hit for the Spartans. Stone's got them both, and that's got them a run closer. It's three, uh, four to three now. And Gabby Douglas will be the batter. She struck out her first time up. Tying run at second. Swing and a miss. Big cut by Douglas, but she's behind on the count. One strike. A one-out walk and then a two-out double. Gets a run in here for Imlay City. There's a swing and a miss, and Douglas is down 0-2 on the count. Paul Marito looking a little determined here. Deals. Yeah, boy, the Algonac players are walking off the field, but it's ball one. And Kenna Bomarito looking to the sky as she walked off the mound there. And I don't know. It looked like a pretty good pitch from here. Here's the one-two. And again, they're walking off the field. And again, the umpire says, no, this one's low. That one did look low. I think they thought they were going to get a makeup call there. Two and two. The count on Douglas. 
And the pitch. Swing and a foul. So two balls, two strikes here on Gabby Douglas with two outs and a runner at second. Algonac leads Imlay City 4-3 to three in game two of the doubleheader here in the bottom of the third inning. And the pitch. Douglas holds off on the riser, and it's 3-2. and two. Another good at-bat here. We've seen a few of these today from both sides. So, Kenneth Amarito gets ready. The 3-2 to Gabby Douglas. Ball four, walk. Good at-bat by Douglas. Took a couple of really tough pitches. And turns it into a walk. That's the second walk given up by Bomarito. And here's Rojas, who struck out her first time up. And Senna Rojas, right-hand hitter. Swings and fouls it away off the roof of the uh, Imlay City dugout. Strike one to count to Rojas. Algonac took the opener 8 to nothing. As Bomarito twirled a no-hitter in game one. He's given up a couple of hits here in this one, and it's a 4-3 ball game for the Muskrats. Pop up behind the plate. Deverne going back by the screen and makes the basket catch. And that's the final out of the inning. That was a great play by Sophia Deverne right against the screen. She makes the play. A run in for the Spartans, and we've played three. It's Algonac four, Emily City three here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. For the uh, second time today, the umpires have convened and they've overturned a call. They're saying that it's now not a catch. The home plate umpire called it out, but they conferred with the base umpire, and they're saying that ball must have touched the screen because they are allowing Rojas to continue her at bat, and she'll swing here, hit a ground ball to short. Simpson's got it, throws to first, and with one pitch, the inning comes to an end on a 6-3 ground out instead of a sensational catch by the catcher behind home plate. But the results don't change. One run in the inning on a double and a couple of walks, and it is four to three. Algonac leads uh, Emily City, and we'll keep it right here in between the uh, half inning since we've already taken our half inning break. And now uh, the Algonac 
coaches are going to take the uh, opportunity to go out and talk to the base umpire, who was the man who overturned that call there. Earlier in the game, he had made a call that the home plate umpire overturned. And at the moment, it favored Algonac, although it didn't work out for the Muskrats. And there, that call change favored Emily City and then ended up not working out for them either. So neither overturned call affected uh, the outcome of the inning. But it did give Emily City another uh, swing there with uh, the tying run in scoring position. So we'll go to the top of the fourth. It'll be Maria Simpson, Anna Sampier, and Dee DeLang due up here for the Muskrats. They lead it 4-3. to three. Simpson flew out to left in her first at-bat. She's a right-hand hitter. Facing Jaya Forti, who has not uh, walked anybody and has struck out one hitter here in the ballgame. Two hits for Imlay City and three hits for Algonac in the game. Errors have factored into the scoring in this one. Each team has made two. All right, so we're ready to go. JF40 has finished her warm-up tosses. And faces Anna Maria Simpson. Takes one inside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. 40 delivers. There's a strike on the inner half, one and one. Couldn't hit that spot the first time, but she went right back in there and hit it the second time. the 1-1. Simpson takes high and away. Two balls and a strike. A couple of doubles for Nat Stone for Imlay City and uh, Ella Stevenson with a two-run homer in this one for Algonac. That one's in the dirt. Three balls and one strike. The count here on Simpson. Leading it off in the fourth for the Muskrats. And the pitch is low for ball four. First walk given up by Jaya Forty. Leadoff hitter is aboard for Algonac here in the fourth for Anna Sampier, who grounded out to shorter first time up. And now what is happening? Brooke Ross has taken off the catcher's mask and gone over to the dugout. Looks like it might be 
some sort of a uh, medical issue and like looks like maybe they're getting a band-aid or some tape or something for her hand maybe a little nick a uh, cut possibly a blister starting to form it looks like it's on her catching hand she's okay though she's ready to go again it was a quick repair, whatever it was. Here's a bunt back to the mound. Forty will fire to Thibodeau, covering it first, and they get the out on the sacrifice. Sacrifice 1-4, and over to second goes Simpson. A well-executed bunt there by Sampier. And now DeLang, who singled and scored her first time up, will bat with a runner at second and one out. Pitch low. Ball one to DeLang. Simpson, a very aggressive uh, runner, gets a good uh, lead after the pitch. There's a swing and a ground ball to third. Douglas makes the play, fires across, and a good job at first base. The first baseman had to come off the bag, but uh, making the uh, catch was Nat Stone, and then she tagged the runner coming by and actually might have clipped her up high because the uh, base runner, DeLang, is down at first base. Over to third on the play went uh, Maria Simpson after the throw, but the throw by uh, the third baseman, Douglas, was up the line a little bit, and Stone had to come off the bag in, in front of first make the catch, and she was standing in foul ground, and she just reached out and tagged the uh, runner coming by and might have even tagged her in the face. But up and all right is DeLang. Simpson's at third with two outs. She was down for a second, but then everybody was having fun with her when she got to the dugout. So another good sign. Now Yaks will be the batter. Hit a fly ball to left her first time up, and uh, the left fielder had it and dropped it for an error. So she reached her first time, but is officially 0 for 1. Right-hand hitter. Maybe the smallest player on the field, but there's power. She hit a home run to straightaway center in game one of the doubleheader. One ball, one strike to count here on Yaks. Ooh, swings and misses at the changeup. Way out in front, one and two. Good pitch there from Jaya Forty. Forty trying to get out of this inning without any damage. Pitch in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. It's 4-3 Algonac, but they've got a runner at third with two outs here in the top of the fourth. And the pitch. That one just missed inside. Two balls, two strikes. No, three balls, two strikes is what they put up on the board. 
Max waiting. Swing and a miss. Struck her out with another slow changeup. And that is the second strikeout for Jay of 40, and it gets her out of trouble here in the top of the fourth. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth with the score, Algonac 4, Emily City 3. You're listening to Girls Softball on GetStuckOnSports.com. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here to uh, Algonac. Dennis Stuckey with you. Game two of our doubleheader today here on Stream 1, GetStuckOnSports.com. Muskrats took game one, eight to nothing over Emily City. They lead here in game two, four to three, as the Spartans bat in the bottom of the fourth inning. It'll be the bottom third of the order. Olivia Livingston, Brooke Ross, and Abby Thibodeau. Livingston checks her swing and takes ball one up high. Reached on an error by the third baseman her first time up. Takes low, two balls and no strikes. Emily City jumped out to a 2-0 lead in this one with two runs in the second. There's a strike that time, two balls and a strike. Stone led off the second with a double, then after two strikeouts, Livingston hit a ground ball to third and Boyd threw wild to first, allowing a run to score and a runner to take second. Then the next hitter, Ross, hit a ground ball to second, and the second baseman threw wild to first, allowing the run to score and the runner to reach second before a strikeout ended the inning. Then Algonac came back with four runs in the third. They got runners at the corners with one out, and Boyd hit a sacrifice fly to drive in a run and make it a 2-1 to score. There's strike three called on Livingston. She looked at one on the inside half. That's strikeout number five for Bomarito. Then after the sack fly, Bomarito hit an RBI double to tie the game, and then Stevenson hit a two-run, monstrous two-run home run to left field. Spartans came back with a run in the uh, bottom of the third inning. A walk with one out, and then with two outs, Stone doubled home the run. Here's Brooke Ross. Safe on an error her first time. One ball, no strikes, or two balls, no strikes. The count here to Ross. Swing and a miss. Big cut there. 
Makes it two balls and one strike. One out, nobody on here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Pitch on the way. Swing and a hot smash up the middle for a base hit. Ross with a solid single to center. Gets the third hit for the Spartans here in this one. Each team now has three hits in the game. And Abby Thibodeau will be the batter. She was out on strikes her first time up. Hitting in the nine spot, she's a left-hand hitter. Hasn't figured it out at the plate yet today, but I'll tell you what, she's played a heck of a game defensively. Bunts here. This is going to be a tough play. Throw to first, not in time. Runner headed to third, throw over to third, not in time. Good base running by Ross. It's a bunt single for Thibodeau. And on a bunt single, they get runners at the corners. They are giving Thibodeau second base. Don't know if they're calling uh, interference over at first, but they gave Thibodeau second base there for some reason. Looked like uh, a clean play over at first that was just beaten out, and then the first baseman threw the ball back across the diamond to try to get the runner going to third, who never stopped rounding the bag at second. But uh, whatever the reason, they have uh, and all, interference is all I could. Uh, could think, but they have given Thibodeau second base. So a big opportunity here for Lexa Forty. Shows bunt, and there's going to be a run at the plate. The ball hit the umpire. Forty showed bump, uh, bunt, pulled the bat back. The ball hit the umpire, I believe, and laid there. DeVernay couldn't find it, and on the play, the runner from third scored, and the runner from second went to third, and now they're they're not questioning the official. They're questioning DeVernay. I think they want to know her version of what she saw before they ask a question to the umpire. But I don't think DeVernay realized that ball was still alive. But it was. It'll be a wild pitch. And the game is tied at four. And the potential go-ahead run now at third for Emily City. And the count to 40, I believe, is a strike. Unless he's saying she got the bat back. Because that would have been the other question, is did she leave the bat out there? Or not. No. Now it's a bunt back to the first baseman. DeLang goes to first. That's not in time. It's a bunt single, and the run scores. And 40 picks up an RBI and a hit, and Thibodeau scores, and Emily City, just like that, has taken the lead. 5-4 for the Spartans. Three straight singles here, and only one ball has left the infield. Five hits now. There's one tap down the uh, third baseline foul. As Jaya Forty is at the plate. She's grounded to short, walked, and scored.
Green City is having fun. They won the first game of their doubleheader 5 to nothing. They've got an 11-0 lead in the fifth of their second game. Two strikes, the count here on JF40. Steps out, takes a couple practice cuts, gets back in, left-hand hitter, runs up and hacks it foul. Still 0-2. Lexa 40, the runner over at first after her RBI bunt single. Spartans playing some small ball here in the fourth to retake the lead in this one, 5-4. That one bounces up to the plate. Real good play by DeVerney to stop that one. Now the 1-2 pitch. This is low and away. Two balls, two strikes. Pomerito having to work a little harder in this game than she did in the first. There's a little check swing roller to short, and Simpson doesn't have a play. She looked up and said it's not worth throwing. Forty got down the line quickly, and another infield single, the third straight by Emily City, and they've got two aboard, still only one out in the inning. Nat Douglas will be the batter. She's popped a third and flied out to left. Swinging and popping it up, foul ground over by the Elginac dugout, and that's out of play. Strike one to Douglas. She's not up there to bunt. Next two hitters are the uh, big power hitters in the lineup today for Emily City. There's a swing and a miss for a strike. Again, they don't have Hayward. That's their other big power hitter. She's not here today. Two-strike pitch. Douglas swings, pops it up again over by the dugout, and again, it's off the top of the screen. Real good effort by Boyd, though, the third baseman. She got over there. And tried to make a play on that ball. Still 0-2. Balmerito. Wines and fires and a swing and a foul down the third baseline again. Natalie Douglas giving a battle here. Again, it was so easy in game one for Bomarito. She didn't give up anything close to a hit, walked a couple, and struck out 15. She struck out five here in this one. Swing, ground ball hard to second. Picked up by Sampier, underhand throw to first to get the out, and the runners will advance to second and third. There's two down now. Good job by Sampier on a ball that was hit pretty hard. She fielded it cleanly and then made a nice little strong underhand flip. But now here's Stone, who has two doubles in the game, and they're going to give her a walk. And this this is a good uh, call here. 
The intentional walk to Natalie Stone, who has doubled twice in the ballgame and driven in a run, and that will load the bases now for Gabby Douglas, who has struck out and walked. Pitches a strike to Douglas. She takes it on the inside corner for strike one. We've got Alexa Forty at first, JF or Alexa Forty at third, JF Forty at second, and Natalie Stone, the runner at first. Two outs. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Emily City has taken a 5-4 lead in this one. And Bomarito trying to wiggle out of a jam. Swinging a foul back off the backstop, and it's no balls and two strikes to Gabby Douglas. Kenna Bomarino slams the ball into her glove twice at the back of the circle before stepping back on the slab here. The 0-2 swung on and fouled. Again, another Spartan. Fouling off a two-strike pitch here in game two. And the pitch. High, one and two. Bomarito has struck out 20 in the doubleheader. She'd like to get one here, or at least get a ball hit at somebody. Bases loaded, two outs, bottom of the fourth, 5-4, Emily City leading Elginac, and the pitch on the way. High, 2-2. Two two. two balls, two strikes, the count here on Gabby Douglas. The pitch from Bomarito. Low, 3-2, so from 0-2 to 3-2. Now here comes a big pitch in this ball game. Three, two, two outs, bases loaded, bottom of the fourth, 5-4 MLA City. Gabby Douglas digs back in. The pitch from Bomarito. Strike three called, struck her out to retire the side and minimize the damage. Spartans do get two, and they lead this one 5-4 to four as we head to the top of the fifth here at Algonac. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck fifty-nine, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar fifty-nine. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Gresham, open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Cardinal Mooney gets a sweep of a doubleheader in baseball today. They won the first one 5-1. to one. They took the second game 11 to nothing in the Mercy. Here, Algonac took the first game of our doubleheader 8 to nothing on a Kenna Bomarito no-hitter. In the second game, it's been a battle, and it's now 5-4 Imlay City. Each team is led in this game. And Hannah Carrithers leads it off for Algonac and takes strike one. She's the number nine hitter, reached on a fielder's choice her first time up, and scored a run. All four Algonac runs came in the third when they took a 4-2 to two lead. There's a wave and a miss, strike two to Carrithers. And the Spartans have scored two in the second, one in the third, and two in the fourth. And they lead it 5-4, to four, up high, one and two to Carrithers. It'll be Carruthers, Boyd, and Bomarito here in the fifth inning. Pitch from 40. Swung on and fall back to the screen. Carruthers giving a battle here. Jay of 40 has allowed just three hits in the ballgame, and they were all in the third inning. Swing and a miss for a strikeout. That's two in a row for 40. She's struck out three today. And to bring up Tori Boyd, who has struck out, and she picked up an RBI on a sacrifice fly to right her last time up. That drove in the first Algonac run of the day. Boyd officially 0 for 5 in the doubleheader, hitting in the leadoff spot here for the Muskrats. Here's the pitch. That's low and away for ball one. One out and nobody on. We're in the top of the fifth inning, game two of a doubleheader. Pitch from Jay of 40. Swing and a miss. Another big cut by Boyd. She's had some big, vicious cuts today at the plate. One ball, one strike. The pitch. Low, two and one. Starting to get a lot cooler now here at the Swamp. Swing, ground ball to third, foul. Two balls, two strikes, the count on Boyd. The big bats are waiting to come here. You've got Bomarito on deck, Stevenson after her, then DeVernay, Simpson. Two and two, the count on Boyd. Swing and a miss, struck her out. How about three straight strikeouts now by Jaya 40, and four for the game for Jaya. And now she's got to face Bomarito, who reached on an error her first time and had an RBI double and a run scored her last time up. Bomarito's two hits have gone the other way today. She had a triple to right her first in the first game, and she's going up the middle this time, and that's going to split the gap out in center field. Lexa... 40 got to it quickly and spun and fired a dart back into second to hold Bomarito to a single. 
I thought for sure Kenna was going to get a double on that play. But Forty got over there and did a great job. Now Ella Stevenson's the batter. She flew out to center in the first inning and hit a tremendous home runner last time up out to left center field. A no doubt about it shot. Takes low in the dirt and a late jump to second goes Bomarito and she'll slide in safely. The tag from Rojas up high. But the wild pitch puts the tying run in scoring position. Two outs, runner at second. 5-4 for Imlay City. Stevenson swings, though. Belts one into left for a base hit. To third, Bomarito. She's going to make the turn. Throw to the plate. It's cut off. The run scores. Throw down to second. Safe at second. It's a game-tying RBI single by Stevenson, and it's 5-5. I was just about to say, I don't know that I would pitch to her in this situation, but they did. And now she's at second, the potential go-ahead run for DeVerney, who is 0 for 2 in this one. Sophia is grounded to third and popped to second. Right-hand hitter. Had a double in the first game of the doubleheader. Big cut and a miss there. And it's strike one. That one caught the catcher again. That must have been a foul tip. Because she came uh, walking out to the mound limping and everybody started laughing at her. I think that caught her in a spot that would make a bigger difference to uh, a boy. I guess that's the uh, kindest way I can put that. We're tied at five here in the top of the fifth inning. Dennis Stuckey with you here at Algonac today. Game two of our doubleheader. Ella Stevenson at second with two outs. A two-out rally here by the Muskrats. And DeVerney now waiting on a strike one pitch from J.F. Forty. Strike two with the knees, 0-2. I don't think DeVerney thought that was a strike. She took a uh, practice cut and had a bit of a disgusted look on her face. She asked for time now. Forty had struck out three in a row before the Bomarito single was followed by the Stevenson single. A wild pitch in there helped to get the runner into scoring position. There's one inside. So Stevenson has driven in three runs in this game and four runs in the doubleheader. Two balls, two strikes now on DeVernay. And the pitch. Oh, the slow ball, and she couldn't make up her mind whether the swing or not and kind of took a half-hearted swing and strikes out. Algonac ties it, though. We head to the bottom of the fifth, tied at five here in Algonac on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. 
the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Headed to the bottom of the fifth now. And we're all even 5-5 on the scoreboard. It says five runs for each side and fifth inning. I just had to sprint over to the car to get an extra jacket. It has really gotten cold here now as we head to the uh, bottom of the fifth after having a fairly decent day today for most of this. Rojas gets a fly ball to right. Right into the glove of the right fielder, Yaks, for the first out. That'll bring up Livingston. Safe on an error and scored a run and has also struck out. Shows bunt. And takes ball one up high. Bomarito's going all the way here in the doubleheader for uh, Elginac. There's a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike the count here on Livingston. Threw a no-hitter in game one. Allowing just two walks and striking out 15. Here in the second game, through four and a third, she's given up five runs on six hits. Walked two and struck out five. Two and one now the count on Livingston. There's a strike, two and two. Here in the second game, again, she hasn't been hit terribly hard. Stone has a couple of doubles. There's a swing and a miss for a strikeout. Second time she's gotten Livingston in this one. Six strikeouts for Bomarito. Two errors cost her her two runs in the uh, second inning. And uh, in the other two-run inning for Emily City, the fourth, they hit uh, four singles and only one of them made it out of the infield. One ball, no strikes. The count here on Brooke Ross, who's one for two, reached on an error and singled and scored a run. 
Swing, ground ball, past a diving third baseman, then picked up by the shortstop, but Simpson's going to eat it. Boyd got a piece of it with a dive to her left, but it'll be another hit for Ross, her second of the game. Seventh hit for Emily City, and that'll bring up Thibodeau, who has struck out and singled and scored. Bunt single for Thibodeau her last time up. Shows bunt and takes high for a ball. Five runs, five hits, two errors for Algonac. Five runs, seven hits, two errors for Emily City here in the second game. Swing and a foul out of play. That makes the count one ball and one strike here on Abby Thibodeau. Hit number two in game one and struck out three times. Nobody was touching Bomarito in game one today. Move down to the nine spot here in game two. Takes a strike there. One ball, two strikes. And after striking out her first time up, she did put down a perfect bunt single her last time. One of two left-handed hitters in the lineup. Runs up and slaps this one foul back over the uh, screen. That one got all the way over into the side parking lot, but nowhere near where I'm at. I think I got a safe spot today. Now, having said that, the next ball will go right through my windshield. Here's the pitch. Running up and a swing and a miss for a strikeout. That's strikeout number seven for Bomarito here in game two. They get a hit, but they strand a runner, and we go to the top of the sixth with the score tied 5-5 here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back here. Top of the sixth inning. Dennis Stuckey with you. 5-5 tie between Algonac and Emily City in game two of our doubleheader here today. You know, to the south of us, the sky looks really nice. But we just had this big, thick, black cloud hanging over us all day. And through the first game and through the first three innings of this game, it was still kind of nice. But uh, in the last couple of innings, it's uh, started to chill down and the wind has started to pick up. When we've had wind today, it's been blowing in from left, but it hasn't stopped Algonac from hitting two home runs today. Yaks in game one went straight away to center. And here in game two, 
Stevenson hit a monster shot to left center. It'll be Simpson leading it off here in the top of the sixth. She's flied to left and walked and takes a big wave and a miss at a high fastball from 40. Strike one. JF 40 has done a very nice job here in game two. Stone pitched in game one. Strike one pitch to Simpson way high. Couldn't get her to chase the second one. One ball, one strike. He's given up five hits, has walked one and struck out four. There's a swing and a long drive down the left field line foul. Had the distance, didn't have nearly the direction. One ball, two strikes. That's just a loud strike here on Maria Simpson, the shortstop. Right-hand hitter, upright stance in the box. One-two is high, two-and-two. How cold has it gotten? The uh, Elginac third base coach has now put on a flannel shirt. Not making that up. Here's the 2-2. Simpson with a wave and a miss at a high change pitch. And she strikes out. That's strikeout number five for Jaya Forty. She struck out the first hitter of the game and then didn't get another strikeout until the last out of the fourth. Then she struck out all three hitters in the uh, fifth inning and the leadoff uh, hitter here in the sixth. So make that six strikeouts for Forty. Here's Sampier, who's... Rounded to short and sacrificed, 0 for 1. Takes a strike here. One ball, one strike to Anna Sampier, the second baseman. We don't have lights here, and it is starting to get a little bit dark. We'll see if that factors into anything. There's a swing and a pop foul out of play. One ball, two strikes to Sampier with one out, nobody on in the top of the sixth. In softball, they switch home teams in the doubleheaders. So Algonac here at home was the home team in game one, but they're the visitors here in game two. I'll say it every single time that I see it. Don't like the rule, but it is the rule. And to get a couple of baseballs that had been fouled away, or baseball softballs, to the ump, he'd run out. One-two pitch to Sampier. 40 winds and fires, and that one just missed. Two balls and two strikes, and now it's 40 who's a little disgusted. You saw this from Bomarito about an inning ago. 40 takes the walk to the back of the circle. Thought she should have gotten a call there. There's a swing and one slap towards short. Rojas has got it. Throws over to first in time for the out. Two up and two away. Sampier retired on the ground out, and that'll bring up Dee DeLang, who's one for two. Singled and scored her first time up, grounded to third her last time. Two outs, nobody on as the Muskrats bat in the top of the sixth in a 5-5 game.
That one bounces up to home plate and then back to the backstop for ball one. Emily City had a uh, backup player on their bench in game one. I don't see anybody on their bench here in game two. And everybody who played game one is playing in game two. They had Trombley listed as a backup player. She was on the bench in game one. I don't see her here in game two. One ball, one strike now. The count on DeLang. That one misses low and away. Two balls and a strike. Lang trying to get something going here for the Muskrats in the sixth with two outs and nobody on. Swing, ground ball to short. Rojas has got that. Fires across and gets the out. One, two, three. Go the Muskrats against 40 here in the sixth. We go to the bottom of the sixth. Still tied at five here in Algonac on GetStuckOnSports.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Gratiot, open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Bottom of the sixth inning. And Emily City will send the top of the batting order It'll be 40-40 and Douglas. Lexa 40 is one for three. RBI singler last time up. She's also bunted out to the pitcher and struck out. Take strike one here from Kenna Bomarito, who has pitched every inning of the doubleheader here today for the Muskrats. There's a bunt. Picked up by DeLang, the first baseman. Fires to the second baseman, Sampier, covering in time for the out. That's the second time they've gotten Fortier on a bunt, or 40 on a bunt. One up, one away. That'll bring up Jaya Forty, who was grounded to short, walked and scored, and singled her last time up. Left-hand hitter. Runs up, and that pitch is over her head and off the backstop. Ball one. From Bomarito. Struck out 15 in the opening game through a no-hitter. Faced just two hitters over the minimum. That one is low. 
Finally, he gave up a hit in the second inning of game two on a line drive double by uh, Natalie Stone over the left fielder's head. And has now given up seven Imlay City hits in this game, but again, half of them haven't gotten out of the infield. Swinging a foul back to the screen. Two balls and a strike. The count here on Jay of 40, batting with one out and nobody on in the bottom of the sixth in a tie ball game. Swing and a miss. Two and two. Forte running up and then with an uppercut power swing. So a slap hitter trying to hit a home run. Here's the 2-2. Just off the outside corner for a ball. A lot of yapping from that Algonac dugout, and the umpire just saying, pointing outside, saying that pitch was outside. Three and two now. The count to 40. Swing and a foul back off the backstop. Well, I'm sure they're going to try to get the seven innings in, but I don't know how much further we can go to that today if nobody breaks the tie because it is starting to get pretty dark. Three, two, and a half wave and a miss. Struck her out. Never really committed to that string uh, swing, and 40 is the eighth strikeout victim for Bomarito here in game two. That's going to bring up Nat Douglas, who's 0 for 3 today. Pop to third, fly to left, and a ground out to second. Takes outside. There's a lot of power in this bat, but so far Natalie Douglas has not been able to run into anything today in either game. There's a swing and a fly ball to right. This is well hit, and, oh, the play should have been made. It's dropped out in right field by Yax, who should have caught that ball. She had to run back on it and turn back around, but it hit her right in the glove and drops down, and Douglas is at second after an error by the right fielder. That is the third Algonac error of the game. They made two in the second inning that led to two runs being scored. And now Natalie Stone will be given an intentional walk for the second straight at-bat. She doubled in her first two at-bats, scoring a run and driving in a run, and then her last time up they walked her to load the bases with two outs, and they got Douglas on a strikeout, and this time they walk her, and they'll make Gabby Douglas be the player that beats them today. 0 for 2, two strikeouts and a walk for Gabby Douglas. That one is called strike one. Right-hand hitter. She hit ninth in game one, and here in game two, they put her in the middle of the lineup at number five. Now a throw down to third as the runner bluffed, and the throw got away, and the runner will get third now. Douglas over to third, and that's another error. She was just bluffing. She was running back to the bag, and DeVerne fired it down to third, and Boyd couldn't come up with it. And now the Spartans have runners at second and third with two outs. Four Algonac errors here in this one. They were f- flawless in game one. They didn't do anything wrong in game one. 
It's been a struggle here in game two. There's a swing and a foul straight back, and that's two strikes now on Gabby Douglas. Big pitch here for Kenna Bomarito. Can she get herself out of some trouble here? The 0-2. Swung on. Hit hard into right for a base hit. One run in. Around third is Stone, and she will score. It's a two-run single for Douglas. And the Spartans take a 7-5 lead here in the bottom of the sixth. Gabby Douglas comes up with a big hit, and by the reaction of the bench, they know they just got a big hit. The whole bench responded uh, there, and even when the play was over, one of the runners who had scored, Stone, ran down before going into the dugout to high-five Douglas at first. There's a swing and a tapper to third. Boyd's got it. Throws across in time to get uh, Rojas for the final out of the inning, but damage done. The errors are costly. Spartans get two, and they head to the top of the seventh, leading this one 7-5 at Algonac tonight in game two of our doubleheader. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Well, we go to the top of the seventh. The Spartans trying to get a split today with the Muskrats. It won't be easy. 7-5 Emily City leads it. Thanks to the two-run single by Gabby Douglas. But now, this Algonac will uh, come to bat here in the uh, seventh. And are they going to call the game? They're going to call the game. The uh, base umpire d- has decided that it is too dark to start the seventh inning. I thought they'd really try to play this uh, inning. But before Emily Yax could uh, start her at bat, The base umpire has decided that this ball game is over and Imlay City will win it in six innings by a score of 7-5 to and uh, no uh, argument from the Muskrats. They're showing class about it. I I think they realize, too, that it would probably be kind of uh, dangerous to continue at this point. So your final score here in Game 2 is going to be Imlay City 7, Algonac 5. The team split the doubleheader. We'll tell you about it when we come back in just a moment. 
Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just $1.59. Mama Vicky's, a Port Huron original since 1923. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Art on the River, three days of art and music featuring local artists, crafters, and bands hosted by citizens for a vibrant community June 11th, 12th, and 13th at Kiefer Park near downtown Port Huron. Come on down to the shores of the St. Clair River and enjoy this three-day family-friendly event. For more information, including times and featured artists, go to artontheriverph.com. That's artontheriverph.com. Come to Art on the River, June 11th, 12th, and 13th in Port Huron, hosted by citizens for a vibrant community. Let's get back to the action with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Well, kind of a sloppy second game here in the uh, doubleheader. Algonac scored five runs on five hits. They committed four errors, costly ones too. Emily City, seven runs on eight hits. They committed two errors in the ballgame. Ella Stevenson had uh, a home run and a single and knocked in three runs for uh, Algonac. Two hits for Bomarito with a single and a, a double. She pitched both games of the doubleheader and threw a no-hitter in game one, an 8 nothing muskrat victory. Emily Yax hit a home run in that one. And for Emily City, Nat Stone with two doubles and two intentional walks, scored two runs and drove in a run. But the big hit in the uh, second game 
for uh, MLA City was the two-run RBI single by uh, Gabby Douglas in the bottom of the sixth inning that broke the tie and produced what turned out to be the game-winning runs in this one. So your final score here in Game 2 is Emily City 7, Elginac 5. Hope you enjoyed our doubleheader double coverage here today on GetStuckOnSports.com. You've been listening to High School Softball on the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school sports. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. For future game broadcasts, please check out our schedule page at GetStuckOnSports.com.